design of the line with a body shape Bible. Oh, they're still friends! Yeah, I'll tell you what, Trini's had, Trini's had a serious boob job. Trini has? Yes. Look! What? Okay, look at that lady there, right? No boobs. Right? Not a, not a, a like... Not a tip between her. Not a, like a fucking tit to her name, right? If you look at Trini now in those videos that I watch every day... Does she what? have the boobies? She never wears a bra. She never wears a bra? No. Oh, okay. Good for her. I wish I could never wear a bra. But these ladies just... Do what they want. Do what they like. Currently popping out of my dresser. Oh, she does have bigger breasts. Yes, she does. Oh, that is a boob job. They're and perfect. And they are perfect. They are perfect. I look at them all the time. And sometimes those. I would like to get a boob job. But here's what I'd like to get done. Go on. Uh, nothing size-wise, lifted. I'd like them to be lifted. But yours are very nice. No, that's a bra. They're, they're quite big. But They've gotten bigger. But like, th I want them to be lifted. Don't want anything done with the size. Oh, I'd like to have like a boob. I loved when I had no boobs. Best time of my life. When you had no boobs? When I hadn't have a breast to my name. I was a fucking A cup. It was amazing. I've never not had boobs. And it was like, I wore t-shirts and I was like, this is amazing because the picture on the t-shirt is not warped. David Bowie does not look like his, he has boob eyes. Oh, defo. Defo. Good for her. Get your tits out, Trini. Um, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> welcome to this week's episode <laughs> of Mother Most Irish. We never say it anymore. We usually Mother. just ring grim. My stomach, honest God, I'm either going to let out a giant <laughs> fart. Like, I mean, like, I might take it's off. It's going to be, remember that episode, oh, whatever, I'm going to spit before his name says it. That episode of Louis C.K. where his sister thinks she's pregnant. <laughs> she <just likes> fart. <laughs> He's a potato cunt but that episode is so funny that episode <laughs> when he oh, said, when he so said the episode yeah. oh, and that, that um, whenever I think of that episode I think about that time when we were in Disneyland and I farted in the, oh, the nurse the, the nurse's thing <laughs> that was the loudest fart I've ever heard in my life. like if I ever heard something that could have potentially been a shark that was it I thought I shit my pants yeah we all did there was, was a brief three seconds where we all just kind of looked at each other and we were like and I was like, okay, she's okay. She How many walk. people were in the room? Me, you, a doctor. I know there was a nurse holding me. There was me. a nurse, the paramedic lady, who was English but spoke French. And then another person was there as well. And me. Excuse me. So, uh, yeah, there was that many people. Was there? Yeah. In my head, when I remember that moment. Like, you couldn't walk. Yeah. They were, like, holding you up. When I remember that moment, it's just me, you, and that, and that lady that was holding me. No, there was more. Me, you... The, the the British lady who could speak French who's a paramedic and then another girl another person but he was a man <laughs> no he left he left so it was me you that were really yeah, it's like four when I told my mum and dad that I had to go to hospital in Disneyland Disneyland hospital yes do you know what my dad's question was what? it wasn't I was did like, you think they came out just as Mickey Mouse he, the only thing he said to me wasn't are you okay what happened like why did you have to go to Disneyland Hospital and he was like was the doctor dressed up as Mickey Mouse did we tell this story <laughs> no okay, I'm gonna tell this story <laughs> because it's my favourite story of all time so last year no yeah yeah. this time last year October last yeah. year we were in Disneyland in is it Euro Disney Disneyland Disney World what the fuck wherever it is in Paris I think it's not called Euro Disney anymore it's but Disneyland. I think it was opened as Euro, Euro Disney. Disney Sarah Jane and I went to Disneyland in Paris Disneyland. and Sarah Jane has really bad motion sickness to the point like that if she's in a car she can't sit in the back I don't know what you're talking about or if she's on a train she can't sit 
Uh, she has to be sitting the I direction have to sit it's the way going. The train is so going. she can't see the it's the four seaters. She can't sit like at the back and the train is going the wrong no, way. God, she can't no, do that because it makes her tummy sick. So if we're getting flights and stuff like that, you have to keep an eye on her because she gets really, really bad. And we've had instances where it's been really bad. And we had really one quick. time before that was really bad when we went to um, we were going to Brighton. That time was brutal, but but I had a severe ear infection. Yeah, it was really bad. Um, but we went to Disneyland and we were having it was the first day, wasn't it? No. Yeah. Second day? It was the first day. It was we the first got, day. So it was the first day in Disneyland In Disneyland, Paris, but we'd been in but Paris been previously. In Paris. So it was the first day in Disneyland. We were having a great time. I've never been before. So we were having the best time ever. And then it started pissing rain. So Sarah was like, why don't we go on the Star Wars ride? Because at least it'll get us out of the rain and something to do. And I was like, okay. I was like, are you sure this is okay for you to go on? Because it's like a 3D interactive thing. And Sarah was like, yeah, yeah, no, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. So it was packed. Just bear that in mind. It was completely full. We sat down. Yep. Um, <laughs> within a second of it starting, I went in my brain, well, this was the worst idea I've ever had. Oh. Because it is, you are sitting in the seat and the sc- you're, do we have glasses on? So, within, a, within I'm going to be completely honest. The moment we walked into, you knew? not even the ride, but the bit before the ride. Yeah. And I was like, oh, this is 3D. I thought it was going to be like something that moved. And if it moves and I'm up the front and there's nothing and I don't spin around. Yeah, you're okay. I can get my bearings on yeah. a ride. But if it's like 3D, oh God, no. Yeah. So, my brain is literally, because apparently yeah, you can't do I read it. online then after the Disneyland thing. Yeah. What actually my body is doing. What does it do? So essentially my brain and my <laughs> ears are like three to ten seconds behind each other oh so it's trying to catch up like there's like it's a, not there's like a trying gap. to catch up my brain thinks i've been poisoned oh my god so that's why people who get motion sickness throw up oh because your brain thinks it's Somebody's got the like symptoms you. of poison <coughs> of being poisoned and so it's like trying to expel the poison well, from your body because uh we got the ride started oh, and god. it's like kylo ran or whatever <laughs> my beautiful boyfriend yeah, my beautiful boyfriend is standing there like trying to kill me he goes to like whatever throw something or shoot something or think whatever no. happens isn't it and then the ride goes back so you're on a like you're supposed to be on like a freight rider in Star Wars land yeah but aren't you don't you yeah, like yeah and so what happens is you get onto the freight rider but you were and, fine until it went like that yeah and then Kylo Ren pops up in front of yes, him and yeah, he's yeah. like he's like bah. no yeah. and then what happens is he holds the like yes, freight rider kind of going like that with his special you're shaking a little bit powers and then all of a sudden the thing goes backwards but obviously it's not going backwards no, it's, it's just 3D so and it, it literally just, Emma I know it went backwards and I was like Hoo. like uh, uh, it, the, and I passed it because I was like oh because it was going backwards like really fast so I was like oh and then <laughs> it just cut and a voice in French was like blah, 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 blah. and I was like what and then she was like mademoiselle with the orange hair are you okay Sarah was sitting beside me and I looked at her and she was literally slumped like out cold <laughs> I was like what's happening and the sweat was just bucketing and I was like Sarah Sarah and the lady was like mademoiselle so they stopped the whole ride they opened the door and the lady came in and I was like Sarah get up because I knew she was going to vomit I was like get up I was it's the only time I've ever been mean to you but it was only it was only because I was like if you don't get up you are going to throw up like Mm -hmm. so we had to like I got her up eventually and then this asshole beside me was like throwing filthy so I was like dude she's fucking sick I got really mad at him (laughs) so I got got her out and we had to go into the back of the like we saw the ins and outs of Disneyland but no I thought we sat on a bench we did which was at the back on the far side of that ride no we went to the back so oh. that area was just like the staff that was it oh really so that was what the bench was there I for. couldn't tell you what anything yeah, looked like she was sitting there and I the remember para- the firemen coming yeah the paramedics came 
I was like, what is happening? And like, her clothes were soaked through. You couldn't even lift your head up. No, I couldn't. And he kept going to me, it's okay, I'm okay. And I was like, you're going, you're not okay. This is the furthest from okay you have ever been in your life. And then a lady came and she was like, is she having a baby? Is she having a baby? And I was like, no, she's not pregnant. She's just a fucking idiot who shouldn't have gotten this ride. So then the, um, the um, fireman came and put her in a wheelchair. wheelchair. And then I knew by her when they were wheeling her, the wheelchair was making her oh, sick. Oh, yeah. Like, I knew. I was like, oh, my God, she's going to vomit. I was like, please don't vomit. Please don't vomit. The worst thing of the whole thing is they put me in a lift at some point. They did. So we got, we went through the whole park, nearly the whole park. <sighs> like, the second park. The second park, isn't it? Uh, we came stuff. out from, um, what's the name of the... It's like future land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we walked through there. That's not the name of it, but you get the uh, message. <laughs> future land. Dizzy, there's an idea. And uh, we got to the lift. And then when we got in the lift, the lift actually made me feel a bit sick because it was really warm and it had that Ooh. smell. And I was like, she's going to fucking throw up everywhere. But you didn't. No. You were good. So we got to the infirmary. And then, remember the fireworks were going off yeah fireworks were going off I remember saying to you because I just all I could do was focus on the ground and I remember saying to you I'm at your business fireworks I was like I don't care I'm afraid you're going to die and I have to ring your husband and be like eh, listen Disneyland's after taking Sarah I remember out. the fireman kept saying to you uh, transient he was like is she because he was asking me if Sarah Jane was pregnant and that's what happened when we got on the ride and I was like no she's not pregnant she just has really bad motion sickness so we got to the infirmary and they were the fucking nicest people I've they ever were. met oh my god they were so lovely so they were trying to like help Sarah. I was like a drunk person. I was like not having any of it. Like I was like, Sarah, please do what they're telling you. But she was so out of her mind. Like you were absolutely gone. Like you were. How long gone. were we there for? We were there for a good forty-five minutes trying to get me to, to get, get you to get sick because they gave you that tablet. They gave me something to drink. And they gave you a thing to drink then, and that tasted like poison yeah and they gave you the glucose tablet I think yeah. as well because you were like the your eyes were just white like there was no blood in your face you were just the colour of the sheets on the bed like and the lady kept saying to me is she Stephanie pregnant I was like she's not I'm a fucking killer she is but she, she's not pregnant <laughs> and then they had to ask me your name and your address and your phone number and they asked you and you were like I don't know and I was like oh, Jesus Christ <laughs> so I gave them all the information and then the other lady came in and she was like she got motion sickness and I'm a Jen she was like why were you on that ride there's a big red triangle I didn't know on the this. poster that says do not get on this ride if you have motion sickness but we didn't know like no. because we didn't even look at it no it was raining yeah. so I was like there's no queue it's raining let's, let's go here. yeah and um, they were so nice they were lovely and then the the doctor who was a little darling uh, she said to Sarah Jane if you don't get sick we're going to have to bring you to hospital so that's when you were like I'm not going to hospital I could yeah. see it immediately we're like no 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 I'm not going to hospital so she was like well, you have to throw up you have to get sick so they were like we're gonna bring you to the bathroom and Sarah was like oh I'm gonna bring the bathroom and I was like shall I come and she was like no no you stay here we'll bring her so the lady that doctor the paramedic there was another person there there definitely was because there was she was at the front there was two at the back but there was two people behind like I just remember there was someone not well too yeah 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 yeah. two curtains down yeah there was so they were standing they stood you up and you were really rocky on your feet like you honestly looked like you were drunk I want you know yeah and uh, they, were, they were like, we have to go to the bathroom, Sarah Jane. You don't want me to say this, do you? No, no. I couldn't care less. They were like, we have to go to the bathroom, Sarah. And I was like, Sarah, you have to go get sick. And the lady was standing there. And then I swear <laughs> to God, Sarah let out the loudest fart I have ever heard in my life. Like, the three, like, the, every one of us just kind of looked at each other. And then the doctor just looked down at your arse to see if you shit yourself. So I was like, she has shit herself. It was, and it went on. Oh, it didn't go, it was like, and I was like, oh, God, I'm to the toilet. So she didn't shit herself. 
thought it was okay. I just remember when I, I remember. It was just. <laughs> I don't remember first. Like any other situation you'd be embarrassed, but it was so of the moment of what was happening. I was like, it makes sense that this is I don't remember evacuating from her body. Like, but I do remember being like, open the door of that toilet. Yeah, because when, when you did that, I could see immediately you were going to get sick. Yeah, and so then I, I got sick into the sink in that bathroom. Oh, dude. And I remember, and then I remember the lady being like, Sarah Jane, are you okay? Because she, when she opened the door, I just like went straight for the sink because yeah. I knew I wasn't going to go to the toilet. toilet. And then I was like, oh, I do have to go to the toilet, but I didn't have to like... You didn't have poop. No. And yeah. then I was like, once I started to throw up, I was like, right, I can... I couldn't, like, by no means did I have my bearings. But you could feel yourself a but little bit like, more. But I was like, okay, yeah, Grant, I can, I can get out of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. in my head, I was just like... And it's just like, I know that like I shouldn't be thinking this way because like I was like genuinely... I'm. I don't remember any real thing other than passing out on the ride. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Getting walking past the fireworks when they were happening and seeing the reflection on the Plaza Gardens yeah, yeah, window, yeah. and then getting onto the Disneyland hospital bed yes. and feeling the plastic. Yeah. And other than that, I don't, don't remember, remember anything, anything else. Yeah. So I knew that I just wasn't with it. Um, Excuse me. But in my head, I was like, I'm not ruined. Like we've just got here. I were coming back to Disneyland. No, tomorrow. but like I didn't care. I know, but I was you know like, I don't care. I was like, we're coming back to Disneyland tomorrow. We just got here. I'm like, not. I'm gonna get sick, and then this will be done. <laughs> I want to know. Like you were so sick. And then, but I remember the getting sickest I have ever. Seen I remember me. when once they put me in the car as well, and I was like, oh, the car journey was, it was so horrible, hard. I know. I was like, oh. you had the window open the entire time, <gasps> and you were dry heaving. Yeah, no, I dry. I dry. You dry the whole, the whole way, way home. home. Yeah, it was horrible though because it was like it wasn't like it was a. Um, uh, it wasn't stomach like, bug it wasn't fucking food poisoning it was literally just your body was like oh my god yeah. we are fucked yeah like and I just remember the one thing I remember about the whole thing was just you were sweating like you were just it was like you had a temperature of like 140 I remember they took my blood pressure they did yeah um, and she said your blood pressure was fine it wasn't your blood pressure she was like your blood pressure is okay she was like because I said to her like is her blood pressure because that's what I was worried about yeah and I said to them like she had a stroke before so I'm just kind of concerned and she was like her blood pressure is fine she was like she just has incredibly bad motion sickness like she's had a very she said, she's, she's had a very bad event that's what she said and then the other lady was like what are you doing getting on a ride with a red circle or a red triangle and I was like I didn't know I'm, I remember her know. saying because she said something to me about having this thing on my ear yeah which made absolute sense and I was like I might have that yeah it was bad but yeah. you were you were bad you were bad that night because I know I got into bed because I ordered food. You got into bed yeah. and the bed moved the bed and moved. I was like, you were like <gasps> yeah. And you were like, I'm sorry, I'm really sorry, I'm sorry. And I was like, I remember, I remember, I kept saying sorry to you. But I then the like, next day see. I woke up and I was like, Jeez, that was laughing. Gra- <laughs> I used to be texting Graham the whole time, being like, Hey, listen. Did you text Graham? Oh at all? my god, of course I text Graham. I, I was care. like, Sarah. Graham is so, doesn't care. Sarah's so not that he doesn't care. Graham's just so used. Graham is mortified when I get sick. Like when I say remember the time we were where were we going? Las Vegas? Oh, Las Vegas. Got sick on the- <laughs> I got sick on the plane. He was literally gone. Yeah, he's gone. He doesn't care. Um, and there was another time we were in Spain. We were in Lanzarote, and I don't know whose fucking bright idea it was, but someone was like, "Let's get a pedal." Oh my god, this is so fucking funny. And <laughs> we got it. It was me, Graham, and his sister Paula who listens. So hi, hi Paula. Paula. And she will remember this because I think she was. I don't think she realized. I don't think she knew what to do either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we got a pedal bow, and I pedaled, and I was like, "Once I'm in control of it, You're okay. I'll be fine." Yeah. But then Paula was like, "Oh, can I have a go?" And Graham was like, "No." <laughs> and so Jesus, Graham. Um, I was like, I felt bad because she was sitting in the back. So I yeah. was like, "No, of course she can have a go." Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then I swapped places with her, and you were in the back. Yeah, oh my no. god! 
We didn't like. <laughs> we didn't take three minutes. I remember him telling him the story. And he was so mad. He was so <laughs> mad. Right. So we didn't like three minutes, and we weren't even that far out. Like we were like, I could still see kids oh, playing in the ocean, and you were like, and I was like, whoa. <laughs> Like in the back of the boat, and I had to. Was he like, don't get sick, don't get sick? No, his thing was he was he just kept saying because we we weren't far enough out, right? Right, and his was like, we'll just get back. (coughs) Like Sarah, don't get sick. We're just going to get back. We'll just go back. And then I remember we got like very close to the shore. Yeah, yeah, like so close to the shore. And I remember there was kids playing like volleyball in the water. Right. And I remember I just like I threw up and I'd had baked beans for my breakfast. Oh. But a kid just popped up out of water. Oh, and, no. and I was like, whoa. And then Graham was like, Sarah. Like, I, like, I can't, can't help it. But then to make things worse, I couldn't get off the boat. Yeah, because when you do that, you're you're incapacitated. No. Like, you can't move. No. Like, that time we got off the plane, going to, we went to London to go to Brighton. Yeah. And you, I said to the guy, because they were like, can she get up? And I was like, she can't move. Like you can't when you're like that, you no. cannot move. Once, because once I go to move, that's yeah, it. It's like just, it's gonna happen yeah. again. And so, um, so he was like, "Sarah, get off the boat." And the man who rented the boat was just like, "Get off the boat." He was like so was angry, he? and he was like, "Get off the boat." And then he was like, Graham was like embarrassed, oh, and he was sorry. like, "Get off the boat, Sarah. Get off the boat." And Paula just got off and left. Right? She was like, well, "I don't know what to do." Oh my god! I remember I just flo- like we got. He got me close enough to the shore where I was like, "Just get me close enough to the shore, Graham." He got me close enough to the shore. I just fell into the ocean. <laughs> fucking beached whale right I just <laughs> rolled off the boat and this then is I why you need me when right? you're like this and then I sat in the sea <laughs> with the waves just lapping and did that help? no that no. made it worse right so the waves were like pushing my weightless body oh my God. and Graham was like I could hear Graham get up Tara get up right and I was like I can't get up and he was like but that's the thing I don't think people realise how bad because I had motion sickness when I was a kid really bad motion sickness and you can't think of anything like you were literally just hyper focused on not vomiting so anybody else saying anything to you you're like I can't can't do anything you're saying I just have to sit here because I'm going to throw up again and then I remember then a kid's ball came near me and I got sick (laughs) and Graham was like that's it that's it and I was like I can't do anything and he was like oh I was like, I can't get up. I can't, like, I can't get up. And then he just left me. Oh no, Graham. <laughs> so then I did get myself up and I got back to. So all of, all of Graham saw me and everything on the beach was there for Kira's wedding. Oh. Right? So everybody oh, was. Oh, Kira's wedding? Yeah, oh. everyone was there for like. But now we had gone like a good bit down the beach, so no one's seen that other than Paula. But then I got back to uh, where all of his family were and we had like uh, rented like beds and Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got under the bed and I just went to sleep. You passed out? Pass out. And then about an hour and a half later, Graham's cousin, his little cousin, asked if I would go out to sea with her on a lilo. Yeah. Did you do it? But I wasn't on the lilo, I was swimming. Okay. But then she was like, because I had said to her like earlier in the holiday, I was like, do you know, because she's like a kid and she's yeah, not yeah, a yeah. swimmer, but she wanted to like go snorkeling. Yeah. And I was like, a really easy way to do it because obviously you're not a strong swimmer I was like is if you go out with a lilo and have your goggles and your snorkel on you can hang over the lilo right, sure, right. and you can see the, the fish but I was like we have to go a good bit out yeah. and she was like cool and I, I'm not the strongest of swimmers yeah. but I'm comfortable swimming yeah. in the sea and um, she was like great great and she was like will you come will you come will you come and I went back out I got on the lilo and the lilo started to and like, you're immediately like and my head was in the water and I was like oh Laura we have to go back in and she was like what I was like oh, I'm really sick <laughs> like I was like oh <laughs> <laughs> But I get, I'm just going to take my pillow. But I get it like that. 
Motion sickness is horrible, and I think people who don't have it don't understand how bad it is. Graham is mortified. Like it it's so debilitating. Like it's beyond debilitating. So that's why when it happens to you, I totally understand, and I'm like, okay, yeah, we gotta. You know, you're so good with me. We gotta get you sorted and get you whatever you need, like because otherwise. The best thing I've ever taken for it is that um. Shit, not over the place. What's that stuff I got from America? Oh, Dramamine. Dramamine. Dramamine's good, yeah. Dramamine will knock that out. And that time when I was coming back, when I was going to Brighton, when I got into Boots, they gave me a motion sickness tablet. They that did. They told me just to chew on. Yeah, that was good as well. Um, right? I don't think it was the like. I don't even think it was good. I think the the like um, mint in the. <sighs> Tablet made my stomach feel better. I'd already thrown up. Oh that yeah, no, you'd already thrown up. Um, yeah. That was Jesus. the time when they were like, we have to get an ambulance off the plane, and I was like, I get up. I get that was up. the time, uh, Sergi. <laughs> gonna tell. But they're so Colin couldn't. Colin cut this out. We once. We were. We actually. Do you know what it was? So that flight was. Uh, flight was fine the whole way, and then towards he dropped. Route, he dropped out of the sky. Holy fuck! Like even I was like, oh my god, my stomach went up into yeah. my mouth, and I was literally. I looked at you straight away because I was like, she's gonna vomit. Handed her a plastic bag. <laughs> And she knocked it out of my hand, projectile vomited, and there was a couple in front of us who were going on their honeymoon, and that man had a tiny piece of vomit on his hair when he was getting off the plane. I was like, she's ever vomiting all over here, and I'm not telling you. Oh my yeah. god, they were going on honeymoon. They were going, they were going to, they were flying to London to get a plane somewhere else. To Florida or Yeah, something. somewhere like that. And I was like, you have, sir, you have vomit in your hair, and I'm I not telling you. I have vomited on at least four people. Yeah. You've never least. vomited on me, which is weird because you feel like you would have by but now. But you know, it's not even that. I think you're just so good at telling my tells yeah, as yeah, when yeah. it's coming. Yeah. Like, because we were on that flight and that guy, that creepy guy, remember that we got mm. sex with? Um, he was like all over you like fucking white on rice and I was like, I'm going to kill this cunt. <laughs> and then the flight, the plane dropped and I was like, because I was fine. Oh no, you were totally and fine. And the plane dropped but and I, I was like, <gasps> I felt it immediately because no. that thing that happens, you know, you go over a speed bump in a car, yeah. that happened in my stomach and I was like, oh fuck. And yeah. I knew immediately, I was like, And I could see you looking at me and I had, did that thing that I always do when I'm going to which is I bury my head. You dropped your head. In between. And, and then I can hear you breathe, that breathing thing you do. And I was like, oh fuck, she's, here we go lads. It's coming. Batten hatches. <laughs> But listen, um, it's grand. You can't help it. It's not something that you can control. I know, but you think by now, like, I'd stop flying. No. You stop flying now. Well, that's no flying for I haven't had any motion sickness this year. No. You've been good this year. <laughs> I got a flight to Flavio in February. Was it the last time? February, yeah. And, uh, or January. January. And there was a couple in front of me and the girl had the really, like, motion sickness like you. Oh, really? And he was just like, don't get sick. Don't get sick. And I was like, she can't not get sick, dude. But she did, she threw up. Like twice. Remember those bags I got from somewhere? Someone gave me really good sick bags. Oh, Disneyland. Disneyland. Here, gave me Disneyland. They're killing the game in that hospital. Uh, absolutely. They were here. amazing. That's not what they're killing the game at. They're, they're killing the game trying not to get sued. That's true. But I tell you, they were, that that doctor we had, she was a fucking sweetheart. No, they honestly, they were I, the will, I will say, people. Disneyland, Paris, uh, if you're unwell, they're like, so kind so kind and, yeah. like, and they I don't make you feel bad or I like, couldn't believe they had that there it's insane it's, it's like a full hospital yeah. full like no hospital. one knows there's a full blown hospital yeah. at the back of Disneyland Paris and it's their little I like their little things because they're pink Nothing. it's not white it's pink they're like uh, I don't remember what anything I don't think it wasn't white and I was like oh, I just nice. remember being on the bed and I remember being covered in plastic and I remember thinking this is a good idea <laughs> Oh, that was Sarah Jane's vomiting story. That's my 
uh, Disneyland Paris motion sickness story I'm telling you what I've got loads of them there's a lot of motion sickness if stories. actually if anybody wants to do a podcast I'm just like motion sickness there's just, your gal there I am the lady for the there's job there's your gal I used to be the person the kid on the bus that was always at the front of the mm-hmm. bus I was a kid on the front of the bus with a plastic bag, a plastic yeah. bag in her hand. I had to sit beside the teacher. Yeah, me too. The story of my life. Or the then I just stopped having motion sickness. Do you have any housekeeping? Did it just go away? It just went away. It just completely stopped when I got into secondary school. Just never had it again. Don't know what happened. But like when I was younger, oh man, it was so bad. Like my mum couldn't drive because we lived in. But you used to get real bad ear infections, right? <clears throat> really bad ear infections. That was like one of the things that I had. But I still get them. Yeah, you you used to, you used to every now and I had one a while ago and it was fucking brutal. But like uh, my mum would drive to Longford Town on like a Thursday, and it's only twenty minutes from my house. And from like my my our house to Longford, I would be like, I'm gonna vomit. Yeah, She'd always have to have the window open. My thing was the bus. The bus, the bus used to kill her. But um, sometimes when I'm on seventy nine A, yeah, I'm like, I can't. Um, I can't be on my phone. Oh yeah, you can't. I can't. I, I couldn't read and uh, I still be in the can't car read when I was younger. I can't read. I can't read on. I can't read on a train, a bus, uh, or in uh, like. Yeah, uh, yours is brutal. Dude. In any you have severe motion sickness. Sometimes with Graham's driving, I do say to him, I give out to him. But remember, we went in the boat in Disneyland and the little the. Yeah, but the, that was the day after I got the motion sickness. But even then, you were like. And I was like, we're not getting on this. Here. I know you're fine. I'm fine. This thing you do, I'm fine. Totally fine. You're not fine. <laughs> and then I do it anyway because I'm like, I oh, will do it. And then I got and on I the boat and I was like, like oh, Sarah. yeah, I'm like, do this thing. That boat's on a track. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Fucking stupid buddy. But I took motion sickness tablets that day, didn't you I? You did, yeah. But we had a great time anyway. Yeah. We made a fantastic time. I won't time. get on anything with me now. But... No, I will. Why wouldn't I? Not anything with 3D. You're not getting on anything like that. You won't that. get on Big Thunder Mountain with me. No, I, you, you didn't want to go on it the next day. You were like, I don't think it's good. Good idea. So I was oh, like, really? okay. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, I don't care. We'll go back. I prefer not Disneyland, to Disneyland, sponsor this podcast. Odie, sponsor. Disneyland, sponsor. Who else? What are those... Uh, what else? Kimberly Biscuits in the... They're singularly packed. Kimberly Macaron. Kimberly Macaron. No. no, what are they called? Elite. Kimberly, Kimberly Elite. Elite. Sponsor us. Yes. Do you like them? I... I can't buy them because I will eat every single one of them in the pack and then and hide the packages in the bin and not look at it. Oh, like our Oh, I will literally sit in uh, eating disorder. In my mouth. Nom, 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 nom. Flavia's never had them so I'm going to get some for him because I was like, oh, this fucking American shite that you're eating. He's never had them. He's never had them. Sorry. That's Irish. very Irish thing. Yeah. Um, he's too busy eating fucking American chocolate. Vomity chocolate? Fucking with your pieces in it. Like, uh, rotten. Which pieces? You know the Hershey's? That tastes like sand. Hershey's chocolate tastes like sand. But there is a thing on Hershey's blech, chocolate. So blech. I read a thing a little while ago, but I can't remember any of the knowledge I gained from reading it. <laughs> is that the end of the story? <laughs> um, it was um, something along the lines of, there is a reason it has a sticky taste to it. And there's a reason why they don't, Americans don't see it, like don't taste it that way. I just can't remember any of the reasons Muck. why. But I remember being like, oh, I learned that. And imagine, no, I actually didn't learn it. Imagine eating Cadbury's chocolate and you're like, this, this is manna of the gods. And then you eat that shite. You know, like, listen. There's you, nothing better than Cadbury's chocolate. Cadbury's chocolate from the Coolock Cadbury's factory. Let me tell you, there's nothing better than Cadbury's chocolate. Oh as. my God, a good time. It's so good. It's so good. And then he's eating fucking... And has he had Cadbury's? Yes, but he he loves American chocolate. I, I'm just like, I don't get it. I don't understand. So he had some in the house and I think he got it there because he knew I wouldn't eat it. He had some American yeah. chocolate. Yeah, I think he just bought American chocolate because he's like, this cunt won't eat. No, he didn't. <laughs> he <just> chocolate. <laughs> 
Should eat everything else, but tell you what. Tony Choc Tony's Chocoloni sponsor us. Tony's Chocoloni. I want all these people sponsors. Yeah, but like you'd want to start doing some actual work on the Instagram then, wouldn't you? What do you have to do? Put up pictures of shit. Me eating Tony That's Chocoloni. That's what all the influencers <laughs> do. But no, don't they have to guess? Don't they have to people have to come to them first? No. Here, I was saying to Sarah Jane the other day, we need to be influencers because I want free shit. But here's if you want to be an influencer, no, right? And you want to do this shit for real. Why don't I just take pictures of the cats with it? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how it works. I, I haven't. I don't understand any of it. I am. Um, just I follow this young one, and she got a free fucking couch. A free couch. But she gets a lot of free. Worth like two grand. What are you talking about? I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know how. To, but I want a free couch. I think there's a lifestyle thing you have to be, isn't there? Yeah, I'm not. I, I don't care. Like but I, you look, have all the like bits. No, because I look like a mess twenty four hours a no, day. Like you don't. I just don't care. Like you have all the bits. If I seen you came across you on Instagram, I'd follow you, and then I'd forget your name. That's how we became friends, right? That's actually kind of how we became friends. Um, <laughs> and then I'd forget your name because I follow so many people. I on do that Instagram. all the time, and, I'm and like, no one has that one. That but no one has their actual name. Yeah, I don't have my actual name either. And then what would happen is about three months later, I'd scrub has your picture again, and I'd be like, oh, there she is. I do that all the time with her. people. I do that all the time. There's this one girl that I follow, and I have to go back and find her. She's one of these influencers, but not one that irritates me. Um, but how do I become an? How do we become influencers and get free sofas without Emma being in any pictures? I don't want to see pictures. I just want to, I just want, because I want a new sofa, but I don't want to pay for it. Like, if I was, like, a lifestyle <laughs> brand, or if I was, like, a clothes brand. You would be my, like, person that I would send you to. What do you mean? Like, you just have that, like, you're just, like, not to sound like I'm buried up your hole, because I am, because I think you're a cunt. I think you're a cunt, too. Um, I've cleaned up your vomit. Is this how you have? I have. And don't tell the story about the blanket. <laughs> We won't tell I kept that one right. I said I won't tell that Keep story Keep that one in the treasure chest <laughs> Until we're not friends anymore um, Do you get expose You have all the like You have the look you ha- And you're like Really good at putting shit together I don't think I am at all But you are I don't think I am Like anyone who like Knows you in person Would be like Three people she <laughs> One and a half people, half people And 14 bring. cats Yeah that's it um, <laughs> Would know that like you just have like a, a you but have so a style. Do you. Your house is fabulous. No, I no, but I mean like yeah, okay. Yeah, I, not, not not yeah, okay. My house. No, but it is beautiful. But like, you walk in here and this looks like you. And, yeah, but your house looks like you do. And like feels like you. And like, I just think we're both great. Oh, we're lovely. Oh, I love your hand. <laughs> I love yeah, you. I love you too. I love you. I love you too. What's that? Isn't that that comedian joke where it's like women who see each other and they're like. <laughs> That is um, not that's us. us. We don't do that. No. No. We would scowl the people that did that. Shut up and shut the fuck up. Although I find that whenever we're anywhere, probably whenever we're anywhere, I know people hate us. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They didn't like us in France. <laughs> Although that lovely lady that came up to us in the street. Remember did her? Like us in France? I'm so buried up my own Because <laughs> <laughs> I did not care or see any of those I didn't people. care or see any of those people. Um, but that lovely, that lovely lady. lady that came she was so a, chic. She was a Parisian. Chic, 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 She was chic, just chic. like the born and bred Paris. She had the like suit. She had the chisel. Stunning. Outfit. She had the heels yeah. on. She followed us up the road. She did. I was like, we're getting mugged by the most Weird. beautiful. beautiful woman. And we're going to be like, don't even, just here, have yeah, it. It's have fine. It. Just take everything. None of this. This is from Penn I just paid 12 euros for strawberries because I oh, got yeah, I remember that. road for them. Yeah. You did. That's when we saw the rats. <laughs> <laughs> Everything goes back to the rats, to the rats in Paris. <laughs> Full of rats. Chocolate. What is this episode? What? I don't even know what we're doing right now. 
But we're having a great we time. We are. Do you have any housekeeping? <laughs> Do I have any housekeeping? Yeah. Housekeeping. Yeah. Housekeeping. Nothing's happening in life. No, we have no housekeeping. Nothing. Although everybody has sent us in messages and Yes, thank you very, very stories. much. And this and is a special spooky episode. We're going uh, to do uh Repeal the seal. Repeal the seal. Repeal the fucking seal. I tell you, lads, there's a new thing to be angry about every single fucking day. Every day is a new nightmare. What's happening in Africa is horrific. What's happening in Poland. Anybody who's Polish might be listening to this. I'm so sorry. And it's horrible. And I hope something good happens. Oh, everything's a fucking nightmare. The American election is soon, but I'm not going to talk about that. No, I can't talk about it. Because it I gives no me hope. anxiety. Gives me the four years ago I must have did seven anxiety shits in a row. <laughs> four o'clock in the morning, shit in my ring out. Did you get on watch? I, I did. I, I, I kept doing this thing where I was like, put your phone down, and then I was like, oh my god. And then I saw the like minute that CNN put up that Hillary wasn't going to win, and I was like, right, well then that's that. And then the next day, no, it wasn't the next day. It was when he when Obama had it was in November. Obama, Obama stepped down in January, right? Because they gave them like three or four months before. They're inaugurating. They're inaugurating in January, I think. You're not inaugurated in November. No, I think there's like a, a period where, Here. check, wherever it was, the next day after he got elected, and this is four years ago, he banned people from from Muslim countries coming to America. Yes. And it's literally the day after his inauguration. And people are like, is that going to be that bad? And then that happened. Anyway, <sighs> everything is garbage. Although what happened in Bolivia is amazing and uh, that's good news. Oh, you're news. right, so it's January. Yeah, so Bolivia was good news. That was something good, Oop, I guess. Bolivia. Up the Bolivia and fuck America because these were trying to steal their fucking supplies and stuff and that didn't work out for you so um, but yeah good for Bolivia oh, oh nothing else is terrible but yes this is a special episode where we're going to read spooky and scary stories from people who have sent in spooky and scary stories um, we got a message from someone we both know quite well but I'm not allowed to say a name and we've changed this is an anonymous message we've changed the voice for privacy reasons and for hilarious For hilarious reasons. reasons. So, yes, enjoy. So I'm just drawing and I thought I'd give you a quick story before I started tattooing. So the house that myself and have moved into, um, just as a weird energy about it. Um, and uh, so like anyone that stayed in the house, they've kind of, so it's there's this one room. Um, and three different people who are completely unrelated, just like guests that we've had, like tattooers and family and stuff. Uh, they've stayed in that room and they've reported seeing like kind of like street lights or car lights kind of like shine through the room, like kind of going go across. But it doesn't make sense what the window is and where it's situated in the house. And they've like said, oh, it was really weird. Like this happened last night. And it is weird because it's happened to three different people now that have said it to me. And I've just been like, oh, yeah, that's really crazy. I wonder what that's about. Um, never said anything. I was just like, oh, fuck. And uh, so anyway, there was like oh, this weird shit happening in the house. And like, so the room underneath that room, like, so the bathroom is kind of where it is. It's like the back of the house. And when I was smoking, I'd go out the back for a cigarette and I'd like sit at the back and the bathroom would be on my right hand side so the window would be there and if the door was open in the bathroom like i'd be able to see the front door the way the house is but that would be to my right and i'd be sitting there having a cigarette and like what kept happening and like i'd be in the house as usually on my day off would be the only time i'd be there like and uh, i'd be sitting there having a cigarette and like i'd see someone walking past and i'd like turn around and look 
and there'd be no one there. And this kept happening, and I didn't think anything of it. I was kind of like, oh, that's fucking weird. But, like, honestly, spooky shit happens all the time, and I'm just like, I'm probably just going fucking mad. Like, forget about it. Didn't think anything of it. And uh, then I was tattooing this girl, and she turns out to be a Buddhist, and she was telling me, like, all about, like, uh, what her family believe in. Uh, they're from Asia, and she was telling me kind of, like, all their beliefs and, like, things like that. And talking about spirits and how normal it is, like, with their culture, that they're just there, and they're just a part of, I suppose, a part of their life. And uh, just more, like, some people in her family are more, like, uh, open to it or can see them more than others. And she was just telling me all these stories and mad things. And then one of them was uh, basically, like... Her cousin, who's who's seen stuff in the studio, that's part of the studio story, I'll tell you that, um, was saying that, like, you know, that one of the ways that they try and let you know that they're there is that they, you know, they keep passing in the corner of your eye. And I was just like, what? And she was like, why? Has that been happening to you? And I was like, yeah, but, like, because we were talking about the spooky stuff in the studio. I was like, yeah, but, like, not here. Like, that's been happening at home. And she was like, oh, no way. And she was like, do you have any candles in the house? And I was just like, yeah. Like we have, uh, we have like three or four, and she's like, well, what colors are they? And I was thinking about it, and I was like, oh, there's like a pink one, a red one, and a white one. And her face dropped, and she was like, fucking get rid of the white one. And I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, just get rid of it, trust me. And she was just like, white is, so in their culture, white is the color of death. And by lighting a white candle, basically, you are like opening a pathway for... The fucking dead basically so i was freaked and where of course is this white candle but on the bathroom window where i kept seeing this shit so i was just like fuck that so i went home and got rid of the white candle and nick went mad because it was like uh, a yankee candle and he was like i spent 20 quid on that and i was like i don't fucking care like i'm seeing ghosts <laughs> so so, uh, so that was that so that was all weird and i staged the shit out of the house because i staged the shit out everywhere because i'm just like so fed up fucking energies lingering but uh so then like the house was kind of quiet for a while there wasn't really anything and then i randomly was uh, minding one of my customers dogs as i'm trying to convince nick for us to get a dog and uh uh so i had this dog in the house and we came home one day from work we were sitting in the kitchen um so we were sitting in the we were sitting in the kitchen and like Nick was telling me about his day and like upstairs. So there's like one spot in the house that's like, a, all I can say is kind of like it's a cold spot. Like you just feel really uncomfortable. It's like, there's just like, yeah, it's just a cold spot. Um, but yeah, Nick was telling me about his day and you know, it was just like any normal conversation. But then I could hear like all this noise upstairs and now I am deaf. So I was kind of like, am I actually hearing that? And I was just like, but it said like you could hear someone like walking around and like opening and closing like drawers and like a door. And I was just like, and they were quite, quite noisy. And then I was just like, am I hearing that? And I looked at the dog and the dog could hear it because the dog's head was like tilting and kind of looking up at the same spot. And I was kind of looking at Nicola and I was like, hey, can you not hear that? And he was like, hear what? And I was like, like there's someone upstairs, like who's upstairs? And he's like, Kieran, there's no one here. Like, I'm here on my own. And I was like, no, Nick, like, there's someone here. And he was like, there's not. Would you stop? And he kept going on, like, telling me about his fucking day. And, like, this kept happening. And I was like, oh, like, how can you not fucking hear this? This is insane. So then 
there was like more noises upstairs and I looked at the dog again and the dog was going fucking nuts with his head like kind of going around the place like trying to figure it out and I was just like how can you not hear that because like this time you could like actually hear a door close and he was just like what he's like there's nothing there like I've been here all day on my own like there's no one here and I was like Nick there's someone upstairs and he was like there's not and then he tried listening and the noises stopped so then he was just like because he thinks I'm a fucking mad spooky freak anyway and he was just like, oh, like, it's just you, would you stop, whatever, and kept going on telling me about his fucking story, and then all of a sudden there's this fucking huge bang upstairs, like, huge bang, like, something had fallen or whatever, or something was, like, dropped, and I was like, now, and the fucking dog went nuts, like, ran barking and, like, kind of on attack mode, ran up, um, and then I was just like, fuck, I told you there was something here, and he was kind of spooked then, well, of course he didn't go up, so I went up, and I went upstairs, and there is nothing there, nothing's on the ground, nothing has fallen, like, you know, like, there's absolutely nothing, I went into every room, I checked, like, every door, every cupboard, nothing there, so I was like, what the fuck was that all about, and Nick was just like, you know, oh, it was probably, like, probably just, like, a picture fell off the wall or something, blah, blah, blah. and I was just like, no, because there's fucking nothing up there, so anyway, he totally brushed it off, which is, like, it's no big deal, and I was like, okay, no, I'm spooked, like, this doesn't feel right, um, and, like, I've been telling my family, like, my sisters, because they're just so used to, like, all the kind of shit that happens to me. So I've been telling them, like, all the shit that was going on, and they all, they're all real freaked. And, like, one of my sisters is actually one of the ones that's seen the lights in that room, and I haven't told her that, like, oh, so if this is on, actually, your podcast, don't mention my name in this, because uh, I don't want them to know that everyone has seen the same thing. So, uh... Yeah, no one will come visit me ever again. So anyway, so that was all that. That was mad. I was kind of like, fuck, got on with our lives. Um, and little things kept happening. Like, I'd be in the sitting room and, uh, like, the door would just swing open on its own. And, like, not, like, a little bit, like, you know, as if, like, a, a breeze kind of hit it or whatever. Like, it would just fucking, like, swing open. Like, I remember I actually took a picture of it one day and sent it to my sisters. It was like, look, see, I fucking told you, like, the door just, like, swung open there. And I was actually watching, I can't remember what I was watching on YouTube, but I have to go back in my messages, but I think I was watching, like, how to fucking cleanse your house of negative energy or some shit. And this is when it happened, and I was like, oh, fuck. But, um, so anyway, uh, <clears throat> my mom came to visit. Oh, fuck, hold on, no. So, I get sleep paralysis, I don't know if you guys get that, but it's like really fucking awful. But I hadn't got it in this the new house yet, which was great. Um, and usually when I get it, I don't know if you guys get it, but like I'll only get it once and then that'll be it, you know. Um, <clears throat> like I'll kind of wake up and I'll be like, oh fuck, that was shit. But then I can go back into a normal sleep and like that's basically it. So I'll only have it once and it'll go. haven't had it in the new house. And then I was going to bed one night and like... So I got it, and usually I see the same thing, it's the same figure, that's a, another fucking story. But I see the same thing, and it's a dude, and uh, this time it wasn't a dude, and he wasn't where he normally is, it wasn't like the same thing. It was an old woman with fucking crazy hair, and she was on my chest, and she was kind of like on top of me, like smothering me. And this never happens, this is not my normal fucking, uh, this is not my normal sleep paralysis. So it was really fucking scary, and I woke up, and I was just like, Jesus, like, that's never happened before, that was fucking weird. Didn't think anything of it, and I was just like, okay, and I knew I was safe, because I was like, oh, I'll go back to bed now. 
because like it's not going to happen again because it never fucking happens again but lo and behold i went back to bed and uh went into another one um but this time she was over in the corner of the room and i was like what the fuck and it was so fucking scary so i was like obviously very freaked out um and i woke up and was kind of really disorientated and i was kind of like what the fuck was that about like i went back into another one and looked over in the corner of the room and she was fucking in the corner of the room this like old lady with mental hair and i was like what the fuck and i was like no i'm definitely asleep and you know i was kind of like shaking myself a bit and like looked at it and she was still there and i was like oh fuck this so then i was just like i have to go back to sleep so then i went back to sleep it happened again and she was in the corner again so this is three times now and it's probably like around three o'clock in the morning and i was just like fuck's sake so i woke up woke nick up and i was like i didn't tell him anything because he just thinks i'm fucking mad anyway so i was just like look just wake up wake up uh just talk to me for a minute i'm just after having a bad dream like i'm just freaked out and he was like oh it's okay love don't worry about it like he was half asleep and he was just like you know cuddling into me and his so he was i was on my back because i didn't want to be on my side because i didn't want to look at her in the corner and i didn't want to like have my back to her so i was just like lying on my back looking at the ceiling and nick was kind of snuggled into me so his head was like beside my head and he falls asleep like fucking instantly because he's such a jerk so he just fell back asleep and i was just lying there like trying to fucking relax and uh eventually then i could kind of feel myself getting tired again and i was like okay cool i'll try and go sleep so then i tried going to sleep and then like two minutes later nick started going like <laughs> like right in my fucking ear and scared the fucking shit out of me and i slapped him and i was like what the fuck are you doing and he was just like, oh, sorry. And he was kind of laughing, but he was kind of freaked. He was like half asleep. And I was like, what is going on? Like, why are you making that noise? And he was just like, what noise? He was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And I was like, just you're after like making the weirdest noise. Like, what is going on? You know, I'm freaked out. Like, you know, I'm after having a bad dream. What's after, ha like, what are you doing? What's happening? And he was like, sorry. He was just like, I just had this dream that uh, me and you were in this room and we were kissing and then this like old woman with crazy hair came in and stood in the corner and just started staring at us it was really freaky and my heart just fucking dropped because i was like i did not tell you what i saw or what was happening so then i was like well i can't sleep so next morning i rang my sisters and i was like on the way to work and i was like you're never gonna guess what happened last night and i was telling them and i was like it's fucking mad and then uh I went to work, did my fucking job, came home, and Nick was there, and I was like, hey, wasn't that really fucking weird what happened last night? And he was like, what? What are you talking about? And I was just like, do you not remember? I was having, like, all these bad dreams, and I didn't tell you what was going on. Um, and then I told him what happened, and I was just like, and then you woke up, and then you saw the same fucking woman, with, like an old woman with crazy hair in your dream, and she was also standing in the corner. And he was like, oh, my God, yeah, actually. And he was just like... I had sleep paralysis last night and I was like, what? Now Nick never gets it. Like I'm the one that gets it. He never gets it. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, like I was kind of choking. Like I was being smothered. I couldn't breathe. And so that explains why he was like, <clears throat> and so he was like, yeah, it was really fucking freaky. He was like, this never happened to me before. So he was kind of more freaked out that he got sleep paralysis. And I was like, are you not freaked out that we just both saw like a fucking old lady with fucking mental hair? in our house but anyway uh so then that was really weird and we were both like fuck that was crazy it's kind of like one of these things that you just get on with and i saged the fuck out of the house again um this was around the time i was looking how to like cleanse your house and the door swung open 
So that was all that. And then my mom and my uncle were going to the tip match up tip. And uh, they stopped in for tea on the way. And my mom was like, oh, so I haven't seen my uncle in fucking years. Like, you know, I actually, I don't even really know him that well. Like, um, And mom was just like, oh, did you hear this? Your uncle, uh, now I think my family are like a little bit kind of connected to the spirit world. That's a, another story. But she was just like, oh, do you hear this? Your uncle uh, can see spirits. And I was like, no fucking way. And she was like, yeah, yeah. And she was kind of like taking the piss out of him. And I was like, oh, I wish I could bring you into the studio. Because like, like, this is when the activity in the studio was at its peak. And he was just like, yeah. And he was telling me all the stories. And Nick was kind of just like rolling his eyes like your family are fucking nuts, which we are. Um, and then uh, I was just like, actually, you know, Brian, can you feel anything in this house out of curiosity? And he was like, oh, it's no. He was just like, do you mind if I walk around? He was like, I wasn't really kind of paying attention. And I was like, yeah, yeah, go for it. So he started walking around the house and Nick was just like, for fuck's sake. So he went out for a cigarette and was just like, fucking family. And uh, <laughs> then my uncle came back and he pointed to the exact spot that we heard all the noise that time where uh, me and the dog you know, could hear the noise and apparently Nick couldn't. And he was just like, it's right there. That's that's where it is. And I was like, that's where what is? And he was like, I don't know. He was just like, there's an energy there. And he was like, but it's not like negative. He was like, it's not harmful. It's not here to hurt you, but it's like, it is here. And I was like, okay. And he was just like, yeah, it's something like, he was like, it's something like non-threatening, like an old lady, fucking old lady. And I was just like, my face dropped and I look at Nick and his face had dropped. And I was just like, no way. And he was just like, yeah, so they went off to their match anyway. And like, my mom kind of laughed at it and was like, oh, you're all fucking mad. And then like, we dropped them to the match and we went home and I was like, come on, now you have to say, like, you have to admit, cause he's such a skeptic. And I was like, you have to admit that's fucking weird. And he was just like, yeah, okay, that is. And he was just like, uh, he was like, do you remember that night that you could hear all the noises? And I was like, yeah. And he was just like, so I didn't want to tell you because I didn't want to freak you out, but I could actually hear them too. And I was like, what? And he was just like, yeah. He was just like, I could hear it too, but I just, I knew how freaked out you were and I didn't want you to be freaked anymore. And I was just like, oh, okay. So instead you just wanted to make me feel like I was fucking crazy. Like, nope. But, uh, yeah, so that was kind of the house stuff. I'm pretty sure there's, like, a bit more I'm forgetting with the house, but uh, if I remember, I'll send you another voice note. But basically, like, I have to cleanse it fucking regularly because the place freaks me the fuck out. Um, uh, but, yeah, I will send you some on the studio then, maybe, when I'm finished work, because I'm just going to tattoo now. Okay, have a nice day. Bye. Thank you. Um, all right, come on, let's start with stories. Okay. So, spooky stories. Well, this is more scary than spooky. So we have spooky and scary. And we've one, actually one that's quite funny. Um, funny? Yeah, it's funny. Funny, ghost. funny little story. No, it's a funny story about this uh, girl who had a sleepover and her parents like completely fucked with her friends and it's hilarious. Um, so, my first story, is that right, yeah, is from our friend Ashling, who sent this in. Um, Ashling and I are from the same village in the same county is this a spooky story this is a scary story oh just a scary just story scary in the sense that it because something very bad could have happened afterwards. but it's a crime story it's 
crime story. Crimes, sex, crimes, 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 crimes. Call and make that into a song immediately. Put that on a loop. Loop that shit. Um, so. I'm sorry, I'm thinking, you know that meme? No, it's like the video the guy made. I think you showed it to me. And the flu. Oh, where they're doing the Law and Order music and the guy comes in with the flute. And they're like, what? We should put that up on our Instagram. That's a good, that's a good, a good meme. Yeah. Graham was doing it today. Actually, I was listening to Paul Simon and you know the do, 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 do. There's a full flute. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Breakdown. Breakdown. Mm-hmm. And Graham was like in the kitchen and thing. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So our first story is from Ashley. Hi, Ashley. Who is, hold on. She's 27. She's, she's lived she in Longford. Um, she likes long walks on the beach and she loves pumpkins. She does. And uh, her name is, full name. Here's a PBS no, number. Um, the date of birth. Her Ashley, What's her address? <laughs> I actually do know her address. I know you do. What is the time? No, Natalia, her Instagram. And the red Stephen's carriage. No, is Ashling O underscore Neil. So it's A-I-S-H-L-I-N-G-O, then underscore N-E-I-L-L. That's her Instagram. So you can find her Instagram page there. She has um, a spooky Instagram. Spooky. Um, okay, so this is the email that Ashley sent in. She said, hello, you two smelly bitches. Hello. How dare she? So, <laughs> so I'll get right into it. This happened in either 1999 or 2000. I would have been about 9, 10 years old. When did it happen, Ashley? Specific. Pick a year and a date and a day. Specifics, Ashley. God. Did she not know how professional this podcast is? Well, I'll tell you what, she's not aware. Did she send in that review? She probably did. Did she? <laughs> Yeah, Ashton, I see you. We see you. We Listen, know. Listen, if you can't nail down when this happened, <laughs> did it happen? <laughs> Are you sure it happened? This is what happened if you go to the guards. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. So I live in an estate and was at my friend's house, which was at the top of the road leading into the estate. My friends, brother and sister, who I won't name, who I know. But uh, aren't we talking about the estate that Ashton's mum and dad live in now? Yeah, they, yeah. The because estate. I know that estate. Yeah, yeah. But that's a tiny little estate. Yeah, so it's like a cold estate. So you go down, there's like and a cold estate, like a row, at row of houses. is at the bottom of it. at the bottom of it, yeah. So, um, uh, da, da, da. my friend's brother and sister, who I, won't know, who I won't name, parents were at work, so they were in the house alone. Please don't leave your kids alone, it's in parentheses. How old were they? Uh, nine or ten. And they were grand. And um, we're told not to leave the house, but they did, but they did open the windows and were, t- t- hold on, told the house, but they did. They opened the windows and were talking to me and my other friend, we'll name her Mary, how are you Mary, out the windows. This route, this didn't break their promise of not leaving the house, kids always looking for a way around those rules. I would do that too. That's a good idea. Yeah. I can't remember who thought of this idea, Just but when it was the window and shout people. <laughs> was the end of the night, a night when we were going home. One of us would go with the other halfway to their house, and then both would continue. One going the way they came back. So, so we used to do this as well because I carry. I grew up with carry, so we'd like walk halfway to like she'd walk me up halfway, and then she'd go back, and I go to my house. So Why? it was just to kind of keep each other company along the way. Well, she'd have to leave her house yeah, to walk we, you halfway to we your were house. Idiots, we were kids. Um... I'd be like, you're walking yourself, love. So I hope this makes sense. So Mary came with me half to, halfway down to my house and we stopped to talk for a minute. We were both on scooters. I was standing facing the way we came in, facing the top of the road and saw a white van turn into the road. Mary completely freaked out and was like, oh my God, someone is going to get us. I said, no, it's okay. It's just a neighbour. While I was saying this, Mary took off towards the top of the road away from me. Mary left her. Mary fucking ran. She left her to die. Mary's like, see ya, bitch. That's like that time I'm I am. I'm not going to dad today. I was in my parents' house. This is not like that time, but this is a similar response. Yeah. And I was cooking. Yeah. And I was too young to be cooking. Of course. And I was frying chips. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> and I was, you know, those like 
um, ice bags that you pour water into. Yes. And then you make ice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have to like pop them out. Yeah. Whatever happened, I was popping it out into like a glass. Oh, did it go into the... Did it go into the... It the went deep fryer. right into the deep fat fryer. The whole thing went to like... Fuck. And I just ran out of house. Everybody was in the sitting room. I just left. It was like, that the you're all dead. <laughs> Bye. You're a kid. You should have been cooking fucking fruit oh, chips. Da, 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 da. Mary took off towards... Uh, Mary left her basically. Um... Mary's no bitch. And at the same time, I realised it wasn't our neighbour's van. It was the same make, but an older model, and it was filthy. I mean, it was covered everywhere in dirt and possibly rust. In the front of the van, I could see three figures, all wearing black, and one was wearing a beanie hat. So then I got a bit freaked. Uh, it drove by me slightly, and when I looked behind to see where it was going, I saw the sliding door open and a hand come out to try and grab me. I could still to this day see the hand in the dark reaching for me. When I tell you I took off on my scooter, I never moved so fast. Uh, I was facing up towards the road entrance, remember? So I scooted and looked back and at one point saw them speeding down the road away from me. It's a dead end, so I knew they'd have to go back. So I went into the brother and sister's garden for friends. Mary lived right next door to them. I know who Mary is. Do you? Mary, you fucking bitch. Sold out your friend. Sold out your friend. Um, I told them what happened. You'll have to answer that now, Mary, when you get to Pearly Gate. <laughs> when the van reached the top of the road again, also note the road is literally right beside their garden. Yeah, it is. I know exactly where it is. So I had to hide down to make sure they didn't see me. They sped down the main road and then I then left for my house. My house is no distance away. It wouldn't even take a minute to get there if you're walking fast enough. By that time, I tell you, it was like miles away. I was afraid they were still around or someone got out. I made it home and walked into the sitting room with a poof, you won't believe what happened to me. I was not taking it very seriously, I think because I was so young and you don't want to believe those things. But I told my sister and father straight away. My father lost it, and rightly so. He got me in the car and asked me where did they go. We drove around the roads looking for the van but found nothing. Good man, Pascal. I thought at the time he was angry with me, but obviously now I realise he was scared. He rang the guardie, but guess what? They didn't take it seriously and they never even called out to us. Mary told her family and my father spoke to her father to see what he saw, but Mary's father laughed and didn't believe anything and didn't take it seriously. Parents, please take your kids seriously. My father also went around and knocked on people's doors to see if they saw anything. I've looked up before to see if any people have gone missing in the area, but they haven't. And because it's so rural and everyone knows everyone, I feel like that this would be the kind of news you'd know and hear about. My father didn't know of a van like that, and I also have never seen one like it since the incident. I do wonder was it some teens maybe having a laugh and trying to scare us, but if that was the case, the van would have been known by someone around the area, or maybe they weren't from around another country or another village. The other thing is, and I know Emma knows this too, as there have been, and probably still are, child molesters in the areas for as long as I've lived there. Yeah, that's true. I didn't know this at the time, but it's not a long shot, shot that it could have been then. That's actually what I thought when I read this. But again, really? yeah. But again, we were left with the van could have, the van would have been recognised, which is true. The village was so small at the time. My father would have known the van or we would have seen it again. At the time, it's still small. Yeah, and it's weird because, I don't know, it might be the same here. Like in our village, if anybody sees a car or a van they don't know, it's immediately like, who's that? Like, my mother is so nosy with stuff like that. Like, if my mother is walking down the road, if she sees a car that she doesn't recognise, because our village is so small. And I've been in like, your oh, parents' house, your mum's house, yeah. and people have <laughs> dropped in when they've seen my car. Like, who's the Dublin rider? Who's yeah. the Wicklow rider? Yeah, yeah. they're just like... Um, but no, that doesn't happen in Ballyferm. No, of course not. So that brings us to... We'd be like, oh, Jesus, look, a new car. <laughs> he must be drugs. doing the drugs. drugs. So that brings us Making to... a living. 
<laughs> so that brings us to someone actually trying to kidnap me and possibly being from a different village or even county. Sometimes we forget how easy it is to go from county to county here in Ireland. But yeah, that's my story. I know nothing happened to me and I'm okay, but coming from a rural village where nothing happens, apart from the child molesters, I thought it was such a crazy thing to happen here. Thanks so much for reading. You both are doing such an incredible job. Everything from the chats beforehand to the well thought out and articulately told tragic stories and how we can how can we forget Colin's amazing songs and editing. You can find me on YouTube, which is youtube.com forward slash Ashley O'Neill on her Instagram, which I gave earlier, where I have a lot of Halloween spooky plus size lifestyle content. Thanks again from another smelly bitch, Ashley. Aww. thank you Ashling. that story is absolutely insane and completely believable because I know for a fact I know so many parents in that village that would have been like I nearly got kidnapped they would have been like your grand go back out 100% yeah whereas if that was Lily you'd be like you would not stop until you found that van probably also Lily wouldn't be no that's the thing like I'd be like we were just let do what the fuck we wanted I was let do what I yeah. wanted but anyway thank you so much Ashling. that was awesome thank you Ashling, you need to have a chat with your friend Mary Soldier. I know who Mary is. I fucking know who you are, Mary. Which one is to See okay. you. You're the second story. Right. Sarah's going to Moving on. I'm doing a story by the name of Gillian. Yes. Gillian's story. Did Gillian write this? Gillian sent us in this email. I- email or Instagram? Email. I didn't. I haven't read her. No, because she haven't. Because you're a disaster. Um, a disaster. Sorry, Gillian. <laughs> Apologies. <laughs> Emma looks after that. I do. Um, okay, so it starts with you guys. I'm so fucking sorry for this absolute essay. Turns out writing it down becomes therapeutic. Feel free to ignore. Aww. No, Gillian. And then she says, I'm only sending it because I'm drunk. Been there. Yay. Done that before. Thumbs up. I don't think I've ever sent an um, email or um, wrote something when I was drunk. Oh, I regularly text people when I'm drunk. I text people. But I've ever sent like a story and something. Have I? And who's just just you? What am I talking about? Text yeah, people. Just text you. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and who's just text you going, I'm drunk. Yay! <laughs> 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 um, sometimes when Leslie's drunk, she texts me like she just be in her feelings. Oh, and she misses you and stuff. And she's been like, no, it's usually like she misses me or she's usually like telling me about something that happened like in our past about us. And she's like, like, do you remember that? And it was amazing. And, and you were like, always yeah. there. Like, I'm, like, I'm not drunk now. <laughs> I'm sober as a judge. And it's a Monday morning, Leslie. <laughs> Get your shit together. <laughs> oh, Leslie, I'm stealing some of your water. Um, so it said, I've been debating whether to send this to you guys, as although it's my story, it shares details of mum's life. She wouldn't want anyone to know, and I've recommended a lot of people to listen to you guys. Oh, We're not going to mention Gillian's surname or anything. No. But here goes. I'd like to preface preface this with the fact that I'm 100% sceptical and very rarely believe in paranormal things. As in my view, there is always an explanation. However, I know this was real to me at the time and how it made me feel. I know how that feels because yeah. I'm really skeptical, skeptical. But then I talk about like shit that happened in my grandmother's house. But yeah. then I always just think that was like one of the most like stressful times in my family yeah, life. Yeah, 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 yeah. That Things I think happening. I probably was suffering really bad with anxiety. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, so when I was around 10, I started seeing this man everywhere. At first I wasn't, at first I wasn't aware no one else could see him. I just found him interesting to look at. I'm out. I'm instantly terrified. <laughs> I don't want to read this. Like, you have to. <laughs> over time, I started to realise it was a bit strange that I was seeing him several times a week and my parents didn't seem to acknowledge him. Burn the house down. 
Yep. And for the most part, brushed me off as talking nonsense or attention-seeking when I mentioned him. Then one day, he was walking towards me in a school playground, and I got really upset as I was very aware that there was a place... He, that, that that was a place he shouldn't be and no other children seemed to realise he was there. I became hysterically upset and scared, resulting in my first ever panic attack. Oh. Jesus. I was taken to the headmistress's office and scolded for hysteria. She asked if I'd read The Crucible and told me the dangers of mass hysteria. Where, do, where was Gillian from? I think it might be the UK. Um, apparently my reaction had upset some of the other children that's so mean that's horrible I was the quietest and shyest and most real abiding child you could ever meet I couldn't even say hey I couldn't even say here when my name was called on the register there's no way in hell I'd have drawn attention to myself like that if I could have avoided it this was the first time I'd ever seen the inside of the head's office they called my mum and told her I told her of my disobedience and my parents were furious. I was oh, teased for fuck, weeks. Jillian. Jillian. We love you. I we're once, sorry. I once got called to, the, well, I've been called to the principal's office loads, but I remember getting called to the principal's office out of the blue and walking in and my mum just being there. Oh. And me being like, what the fuck? Um, that's, I, that's awful. <laughs> Following week, I was a big 11 year old allowed to be left in the house alone for the first time for three hours while mum and dad were at work. I was exposed excited by the prospect until I looked out my bedroom window into the back garden and saw him standing there staring at me oh, oh gee oh, Emmy you're going to have to walk me to the car <laughs> like, he then oh. proceeded to slowly walk towards the back door and I heard it open I phoned my mum who was at work five minutes down the road on my brand new Nokia 5110 oh. bet you that thing's still going it is and she hasn't charged in about nope. 17 years uh, and was screaming down the phone that there was a man in the house as I could hear him walking up the stairs oh Jesus oh Christ God. there are very few times in my life since that I since that time that I've ever felt terror like that I sat crying and shaking in a puddle of my own oh my God, Jillian. until my mum came home there was obviously no one in the house after this, she took me seriously, sat me down and asked me about the man. As I gave her the description of him, very tall, fisherman's coat, very green eyes, big beard and strange hat, her face changed. To this day, I've never seen this look on my mother's face again. She left the room, made a hush phone call and told me her friend was coming over for a chat that night. Her friend was a psychic. She has psychic in um, like air commas yeah. um, and came to ask me about the man. After a while, she told my mum that he, the hat meant he was asking for her forgiveness through me. My mum lost her shit. How dare he come to my daughter? She swore she would she swore she would protect me and she will never for- forgive that absolute bastard of a man. The two of them sat down and told me in a child-friendly way that there was a bad man who married my mum's mum who did not very nice oh things gosh. to my mother as a child. Oh my God. Jesus Christ, Gillian. They spoke to me about telling about telling him he should go away and I shouldn't be scared of him. The nice la- lady then... The nice lady didn't... Sorry. The nice lady then did what I now know to be Reiki on me. And after that, I never saw him again. Oh, my God. I've got fucking chills. I've got, like, goosebumps. Okay, so just a trigger warning for this next paragraph. When I was around 16, my mum told me how her stepfather, a fisherman, raped her every single night when her mother was in bed. She repeatedly told her mum and he had been doing what he had been doing and was never believed. 
According to this medium lady, a lady who worked in the DIY shop next to the cafe my mum worked in, he was contacting me to ask for forgiveness because she had shut him out and he needed to move on. As I say, I do not believe in this stuff. This, But this experience and my mother's reaction to it was so very real at the time, I couldn't explain it. Nor do I think I want to be able to. However, the day, however, to the day, almost 20 years later, I can still vividly picture this man. I know that it was my introduction into man-hating and knowing when my mother went through what she did, what she did tormented me for years. That must be what he did. Yeah. Tormented me for years. In retrospect, they probably should have seeked help for the fact that their 10 or 11 year old daughter was apparently hallucinating rather than paying a psychic. But you know. Yep. Um, we we all me and Emma get that we totally get that also just want to thank you both for your unbelievably oh I'm not going to read that because that's like thank you for being yeah. for your lovely kind words Um. oh my god and then it just she's just saying very nice things about us and that's lovely Jillian um, holy fucking shit Jillian that's awful I'm your actually like mom. your poor mum and you you poor poor thing but thank you so much for sending yes, the story honestly and sharing it that's like incredibly intense thank you so much and Jesus Christ I hope your mum got help and I hope you are okay that's terrifying because that's terrifying that bit where she was like I looked out the window lads when she heard him come opening the door listen you heard what I would do I ran out the house and house on fire 11 years old told nobody I can imagine the fear the fear like she peed herself she was so scared like that's obviously when her mother was like okay something's very wrong here and your poor mum all our love to you and your mum. All of it. All of yes. it. All of the love to you and your mum. Thank mom. you so much. Holy shit. That was... Wow. Okay. Gillian, you're awesome. Are you reading the next story? Yep. Oh, so, it's got Irish in it. It's a little start to the Irish. This is from a girl called Louisa. Louisa. Is that what you think I'm saying that right? Louisa? Louisa. L O U I S A. Yeah, Louisa. Louisa. So, Diagwitch. How are you, lads? Diagwitch. 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 All right, here we go. My spooky scale. So first off, I'm thrilled you two are creating on the weekly a podcast that is both honest, hilarious and just completely unreal and entirely unapologetically original. You remind me so much of our generation growing up in the 90s Ireland and just good on you. Ah, thank you, Louisa. Okay, let's, the get, best to the, time to be let's get to the spooky story. Oh, here, I'm going to be able to pronounce this. So I grew up in a wee island off the coast of Clare. It's called Ochenish. Ochenish. Joined to the mainland by a causeway, just 11 home, homes in a mile-long island and it's basically like something out of the secret of Rowanish. Looking back, it was amazing. Like, my mates and I used to climb into the window of the Martello Tower and blast Nirvana as a break from studying for the junior cert. Anyways, one night, I decided to camp on the east side of the island. I probably needed a bit of space for my ma, an incredible feminist and bisexual single mum who was just brilliant and let me help me run wild exploring, still who doesn't need space at 17. So I head off, tent in hand, to have a cool independent night of my own. By yourself! This is amazing. I swam in the sea, then made a small fire and set up my tent near the old ruins of a bakery and got all snug inside it. This is awesome. I love this story. I'm pretty sure I even paid Tori Amos on my iPod, stared at the gorgeous stars off the coast of Clare and lit some Nag Champa incense. Then off to bed I went. God, fair play to you. Because I would not, not, not in a million years. years. Right, so it's I'm all good. Control. I slept like a charm until maybe 2am. Then out of nowhere, I hear a thump. No. Then two more thumps. No. But like coming from the ground beneath me. No. Then I hear the sound of babies crying. No. No joke. I'm wide awake now. I look outside, but it's coming from under me. No. I try to sleep again. <laughs> talk myself out of what's happening. No look. I start to hear another voice calming the babies crying. No. It's a man's voice speaking in Irish. 
sounds like someone from the Gale Talked. They're speaking what sounds like an old prayer. At this stage, I try to pinch myself like, am I awake or sleeping? Nope, I'm awake. So I get up, light some incense and start saying a Buddhist mantra I learned from my mum. The sounds of the babies quiet down. I'm full on shaking though. I turn my headlamp on, pack up my tent and get the hell out of there. Running across the island, backpack piled high in the middle of the night in my pyjamas. When I get home, I just go straight up to my room. I'm embarrassed I couldn't even stick a night camping alone. Somehow I manage to sleep in my snug bed and my mum never even notices I'm back. So morning rolls around. I make my mum tea and we're having breakfast. I tell her how freaky my night was and the whole time she's looking at me like I'm mad. I'm thinking she doesn't believe me. How could she? At the end of the story, she just goes, Issa, where did you put the tent? By the bakery or by the, fi- or by the field beside? Yeah, I say. In the field. Sure, it was way more level there. She looks at me in shock. That's the old famine graveyard. For, For the, the babies, babies that, that died before, before they, they were, were baptised. You sleep and sleep there, did you? Oh, I'm pretty no. much shaking with nerves at this stage. I'm like, yeah, that's exactly where I was. Why didn't you tell me that it was an unmarked famine graveyard? And she's like, well, I never thought you'd be out sleeping in the fields. So yeah, I now believe in some unexplainable things. I didn't feel malevolent. It didn't feel malevolent and it stopped after I let the intercense. But lads, it was fucking freaky. You two are doing amazing work. Keep at it and I hope this qualifies as a spooky story. Slauncher, Louise. Louise, that's fucking terrifying. That is terrifying. Anything with babies crying. Goodbye. Yeah, no, babies crying. Farewell, friends. Babies like, crying. And do you know what? Anything with like... Oh, Sarah, I should have done this. Uh, <laughs> Emma. Emma will be sleeping with Mind, her. There's no lights in that fucking car park. I'll get Colin to walk you down. You're walking me I'm down. no good to you. What the fuck am I going to do? Walk me down with Colin. Nobody. Okay, then we'll walk back up together. <laughs> Um, thank you so much Louise that was fucking awesome these are so good uh, I, think I don't want to read anymore you're doing number four I think this is the funny one actually or GW yeah I don't I'm sorry I don't actually have your full name and I don't want to give it in case you would appre- wouldn't appreciate it so we'll just say or GW it says it's not a ghost story but your times family tried to scare the shit out of us it reminded me of my parents fucking traumatising me <laughs> <laughs> traumatising my brand new friends when we first moved to Clare I invited them all around for a Halloween sleepover in the middle of nowhere. I was so excited. My parents pretended they were going out for a few hours to leave us to watch films. I knew they'd try something. I was ready. Instead, they pulled the car back over, <laughs> snuck back, pulled the electric, pulled the electric, pulled the phone. And just when everyone was peak terrified and I was trying to assure them that it was my parents being duck dicks, my fucking mother swings open the front door with an old coat and a log in and a log in the neck, wellies and an axe. <laughs> I love this woman. One girl locked herself in the bathroom. <laughs> And her mum had to come and pick her up at gone midnight as she couldn't stop hyperventilating. That was the last sleepover ever. No one would stay after that and I got pity looks and extra portions from all their mums whenever I stayed over. Clearly the message got out that I needed new parents. Isn't it so good? <laughs> like... Those, uh, those types of parents are the best oh. and I suppose you don't appreciate it when you're a kid but when you get older you're like this is fucking deadly I remember my mum let me have like my mum and dad let me have like a Halloween like sleepover <coughs> and I remember we my like a girl from across the road and another girl stayed over and um, uh, Peter from next door and they wanted to they were like we're gonna watch a horror movie yeah and I knew like I can't watch horror yeah, movies, no, and I never could as a kid. I remember Michaela made me watch The Nightmare 
No, Nightmare on Elm, Elm Street. Street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're terrifying. But did Nightmare on Elm Street used to have like a show or something on Sky? Or did Sky used to do this thing where they would like show <clears throat> movies but in like half hour sections over a period of time? Well, like all the Stephen King movies were like that. So like Stephen King, The Stand and It, they were all broken up. They weren't like full movies. They were like So I think it might specials. be It, right? But anyway, I knew it just like wasn't for me. So they made, they were like, we want to watch, but like this, the girl that lived across from me was like, I would say more sexually aware than I ever was. Okay. And she wanted to watch this movie. And I knew that it, one, it was like supposed to be spooky, but I also knew that there was like sex in it. Yeah. Um, and it had Sam Neill in it. Oh, I know what you're talking about even before you tell me this. It used this. to always be on Channel 4. Yes, I know. What the fuck is that? Anyway, I knew it was like yeah. a sexy horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. Right? And she was like, we're going to watch this. And I was like, okay, pretending like to be all cool and okay. I'm cool. And I remember then as soon as it like started, within like the first like 20 minutes, there's like a sex scene in it. Yeah. I just took the videotape out and was like, we're not watching this. Good. I was like, no, but if it made you uncomfortable, I'm glad that you were able to be like, I'm not, I don't want to do this. I can't watch this. And then I was this. like, my mom and dad are going to come in and like totally be uncool with this. You need to leave. Yes. And then I made them all go. And then my mum and dad came home and were like, where's all your friends gone? And I was like, I don't know. They tried to make what you do. Yeah. I remember when I was in school, uh, I was talking to these two people that were older than me. So when I was in primary school, I'd just come back from England. And uh, I'd never heard of this phrase before, but they were like talking about blue movies. Oh yeah. They were, is it blue? Is, is it blue? blue? They were like, it's a blue movie. And I was like, what's a blue movie? And I remember them just like laughing at me. Oh, really upset. But as a kid, I would not have known. I was like, I don't know what that is. As a kid, I would not have known what yeah, movie was. Idea. I still didn't because they just laughed at me and I was like, I don't want to ask anyone because I feel like if I ask someone, I'm going to get in trouble. What a blue movie is. Also, you knew it was like a bad thing. Because when they laughed at me, I knew because they were talking. They're like, oh, blue movies, and I was like, what's that? What's a blue movie? Because I just presumed it was like a movie that was oh, blue or something. Okay. And they were like, oh, I just know what blue movie is. And do I you remember like, asking? Like, do you remember as a kid when you <clears> asked what sex was? Never did. I remember asking. One time I asked my sister what a condom was and she got really mad at me. <laughs> really mad at me. Really? Yeah. She, re- got so- she probably doesn't remember this, but I remember asking her. Because it used to be an ad. It was with the ads for HIV. They oh, yeah, used to yeah. be on television and they were like, be protected, wear a condom. And I remember just going, what's a condom? <laughs> she got so mad at me and I was like, okay. Okay. So I won't ask again. But I never, I never, I, my cousin, this is so funny, my cousin Lisa told me what sex was. Oh, Really? She what told was her me description? We were playing Barbies. Oh no. And we were just playing Barbies and she was like, your Barbie's pregnant. And I was like, no, she's not. And she was like, she is. Ken put his penis in her vagina. And I was like, <laughs> what? <laughs> like I knew and my face was similar. Like, that's a thing. <laughs> yep. That's, what I, that's how I learned what sex was. <laughs> I was so, because she was so... Like her sisters were older and they all lived in America and she was more aware of things okay. than I would have been. So she's just like, yeah, that's what she's. And I remember just being like stuck to the ground. I didn't know what to do. I was like, oh, she's pregnant. That's why she's pregnant. you said so good. <laughs> but yeah, that's how I learned it. Like never knew before that. I never learned. No one ever told me. Yeah, I, think I remember being uh, kind of aware of that it was something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I remember there was like. So at the back of Sean Dunn's swimming pool, yeah. there used to be like obviously the like old generator for like heating the water. Yeah. And it was like a house, a building at the back of the swimming pool. And people used to like write graffiti on it. And I remember being like, right now here's, because it had sex. 
Oh yeah, yeah, right on right the wall. Yeah, and it had like sex is great or something sex like that. Right? And I remember walking to the park with my dad like a couple of times. Yeah, I remember being like, right, the next time I walk back down the park, I'm gonna ask him what, what that, that word, word means. Okay, and be like, like gearing myself yeah, up for yeah, it, like yeah, getting yeah. ready. And I remember like walking, we were walking down past through the field, and I was like, Dad, what's that word say? And I remember my dad being like, um, <laughs> it says sex is great. And I was like, what? And he was like, sax, you know, like a saxophone? <laughs> and I was like... Eh. my parents are not equipped to deal with this And I was like, all. what? And he was like, yeah, sax, you know, saxophone, great, great. Yeah, they're, they're great. And that was it? And I was like, okay. And I knew he was lying. Yeah. But I was, I was like, like, he obviously doesn't want to tell me. Yeah. So I'm never going to know. And then we just continued to walk down and he got me a bag of chips to shut me up. That's a great way to shut anybody <laughs> up. I fucking love a bag of chips with um, tons of salt and vinegar right And now. I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. And that's how I did not learn about that. You did sex. not learn, but you were like, I gotta gear myself up to potentially. I remember learn. being the moment that I was gonna ask. God, that's mad, isn't it? But it didn't happen. And it's not the way you remember like the moment of like somebody saying it to you and being like, Huh? Yeah. That's disgusting. But do you see that see the way that like spooky like baby one? No, the like uh her parents like scaring shit yeah. over. There used to be a thing I don't know if it's still a thing. There's a place called Colour House. Colour House? Colour House is yeah. called and it was set up by the like Catholic Youth Service. Okay. And you used to go in sixth year of school in Ballyferma. You went to the house? Yes, yeah, so you used to go to Clore House. It's a great big manor house. And you would stay. I think I've spoken about on this podcast before. So you would stay for like three days. Um, and you would all stay in like a room with like multiple people from your class. Okay. And there was like a disco in the bottom of the manor house in the basement. And that sounds fun. Yeah, no, no, it was fun. And then they had like an outdoor swimming pool and they had like horse riding and yeah, canoeing yeah, yeah. and it was set on a lake. But they used to do a, like a, a ghost walk. Oh no. It's absolutely not. Fucking terrifying. And it was ran by like youth leaders. So it was essentially like a camp, like an American camp idea. But it was ran by like teenagers. They put him on a ghost walk. Oh my God, and it was the most terrifying thing I've ever done and in my life. And they do at night? At night. So like you would go out into the woods at night and you would walk down to the lake. And the story was that the guy who owned the manor house, like something had happened. None of it I assume was true. But the manor house was old and the front of the manor house had a great big like um, glass porch and had really old bird cages in it. Oh my God, this is terrifying. And the bird cages and they, they like all around the manor house there was bits from like the like history of it. So like obviously there was another house that was like the caretaker but the caretaker used to hunt right so he'd like traps and stuff around okay when I tell you it was like the scariest yeah no that sounds absolutely terrifying and they used to bring it so they'd bring it into the woods and there'd be like a leader and then the rest of the like leaders would like be off doing other things but they'd be hiding in the woods to jump out at you no so they'd be walking and I remember they brought us to this like one part That's of the woods that was like a barn and the barn was like really old and dilapidated yeah. and we got in and they were like oh this was like a great like um ballroom and it went on fire and everybody died here oh. and then so one of the other youth leaders was like hiding and played like you know like really scary like ballroom music oh my god and then the lights came on and there was like a shadow on the wall I remember being like well I'm fucking over here <laughs> this is some horse shit that's insane um, and then you would want the, the like end of the like ghost uh, tour and it only happened once when you're so it didn't happen like every night yeah 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 but it was just and it wasn't set up that way but the oh. whole obviously they did this with like every group they brought to the house but then you would walk down to the lake and at the lake house they would be like and this is where the guy who owned the house killed himself what the fuck Sarah and then someone had like made a dummy of like potato sacks and it like fell from the tree no and then because obviously at that point you're like fucking losing yeah, your yeah, shit yeah yeah 
There's also about 30 kids and only about six youth leaders, right? So we're all like, fuck this, we're fucking out of here. <laughs> and then one of them jumps out of the boathouse because the boathouse were yeah, in yeah. canoes and was like, calm down, we're only missing. Like, <laughs> People are pissing themselves. And it was like the last night. The next day you go home. Like, as a concept, it's actually very cool. But the idea of doing it is terrifying. Yeah, because it wasn't like, it wasn't like, you know the way nowadays for Halloween in Ireland in particular, there's all those like pharma, pharma yeah, yeah, phobia yeah. and all that yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. that you went and do. Yeah. This was like, it was summer. So it's usually like, you're just about to go on your summer holidays and it's uh, before you make your confirmation. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Oh my God, you're a baby. Yeah, no, no, you're a kid. It's your last like hurrah of like Jesus primary Christ, school. Jesus Christ, They don't do it anymore, I don't think. And then the first day you get there and they used to do like introductory games they used to do this thing it's so genius when I think back of it but I remember being like you cunts um, when they used to uh, so you'd go into like this great big room in the manor house and everyone like you said all be in a circle and you all get to know each other and blah blah but you're all like in school together so you all know yeah. each other but then they used to do like party games so they have like this I remember the room being like maybe like 13 foot high yeah the ceiling and they had a chandelier and he used to put like skittles up on the chandelier like a packet of skittles right and and it's really tall you're like you're never gonna get to him but then as like a party game these like be like right we're gonna blindfold you okay and then we're gonna put you on this board and then john and tyrone they're gonna lift you up on the board and you have to reach up and get skittles but you're blindfolded what right and they're like do people die but because you're blindfolded, you think... So they're lifting you and it feels because you've no, like, sense. Oh. It feels like you've been lifted that high and you're reaching you're and everybody's reach. laughing. Yeah. You're only about, like, two foot off the ground. So they're just kind of going yeah, like that just like, because you've yeah. no concept of what, what's your face And then they let you fall. And you're like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Yeah, no, no. It's re- Color House is really, is like a, a cool place. But while everybody at that time used like it was like how you ended school but it started when my mum and dad were kids because my dad was no in the way. youth service and he went down and helped do it up that's crazy yeah is it still there i don't know do you know what this is what column is dusting his room yeah it's killing me it's actually or else killing you've me got the rona. no column is dusting his room okay um that's so my ghost uh i love story. that but it's not really a ghost story Although, i do that like, now that'd be fun that actually really yeah. Um, so this is our last story. And mm. um, this story is from the lovely Gwen. He's from Malaysia. Um, also, happy belated birthday because when she sent this voicemails, it was her birthday. So apologies that we didn't say that. So happy Gwen. birthday, Gwen. Uh, Gwen's so learning Irish, right? She is. She's killing it. Uh, so she said, I feel like you and Sarah would be really happy to know that spirit ghosts or entities, entities in Southeast Asia can technically be just categorized as feminist we have a lot of malevolent female spirits that tend to target men and it's quite fascinating as the monstrous feminist is a whole thing in southeast asia oh really so for example i myself am from a dysphoria in a multicultural community the chinese community which i am i guess a part of has a spirit named okay gwen i apologize if i butcher this because i've phonetically spelled it ni kuei Ni means woman or female, and Quay is ghost. I think I'm saying that right. Is that not key, but maybe? I don't know. Anyway, whatever it is. Literally, so literally means female ghost. It's a very specific type of category and spirit. Basically, there are women who usually die or are buried in the colour red, and this means their souls cannot rest and they will return. Jesus. These are usually women who have been wronged and not appreciated by their husbands. I'd say there's fucking millions of Millions them. of them. And they take their own lives while dressed in red so they can come back and take revenge upon their husbands. What? Isn't that crazy? Love it. Fucking love Asia. Graham, it's happening. <laughs> Uh, there are many, so many stories about these women. I wish I could see your, you guys' reaction to. You're the next wearing stories. like a red outfit. Wearing a red dress. 
there are stories of families dressing their murdered female family members in red in the hopes that the women will come back to help <gasps> them solve the murders. That's amazing. I thought that was very, very cool. And there's, or sorry, the story I'm going to share is one I found while sleuthing in an online forum. So just to say, Gwen at the end of this says that this story that she's getting is actually from family members of this woman that told them the story and they just went online and told the story. Oh! So... Uh, I'm going to, the story I'm going to share is one that I found while sleuthing in an online forum. This story comes from a Singaporean grandmother who lives in a HB, HDB flat, which is like just these tiny flats in Singapore. We're going to end up in one of them. Probably. Together. The story goes that she was doing her laundry and heard a couple fighting upstairs. She over, oh, she then overheard what the couple were fighting about. The couple were fighting because in spite of being newly married and she wasn't having a baby, she was pregnant. He had started sleeping around. So he's banging other women. Because men. So the wife was saying these things along the lines of, you're an idiot if you think I'm going to continue to live like this and be disrespected and stand by and be made a fool of. And then the next thing the grandma knows is that something crashes down through the grandma's washing line. (gasps) She looked down and was horrified as she saw the wife laying on the ground. Oh my God. The grandmother calls the police and they arrive. The husband tells them it was a suicide and the police believe this. So the grandma, a few days later... Sees movement outside her building. No! She then sees a woman dressed in red, climbing lizard style up the side of the building. No! Up past the grandma's window. She then sees a smaller figure, which looks like an infant, climbing beside the woman. No! The grandma just stands there. And the next thing she hears is the husband screaming and wailing. Story ends that the husband moved out and no one ever heard from him again. No! I just thought the image of the mother, because she was pregnant obviously. And then the baby was craw- crawling beside her. No. I was like, what the fuck? Asian countries have the best ghost and horror stories. That like, is. They just have, they do it in a whole other way. That's some grudge shit. So Gwen, thank you so much for that. We, I read, listened to the stories this morning again and I was like, I fucking love this so much, but it's terrifying. That's so good about the red Just thing. burying them in red because, or dressing in red, wanting to be buried in red because they were mistreated and they want to come back. Fuck yes, come back. I love it. But not to me, because I'm scared. Oh no. Only to those bastard husbands. One of the like most terrifying horror movies of all time is the original Grudge. Oh my god, it's terrifying. The ring's terrifying as well. Um, used to ring Leslie on a wayhead number whenever her parents... People did that constantly when that film came out. Whenever (laughs) Leslie's parents were not in the house and she would tell me... And she'd be like, do you want to sleep over? And I'd be like, no. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would purposely say no. Because I knew I was going to wake up at two in the morning and ring her and go. Uh, you know what a prank Colin used to pull on me that he thought was funny? <laughs> he used to get a Arnold Schwarzenegger soundboard <laughs> and ring me in a private number and play Arnold Schwarzenegger over the phone to me. Who is your daddy and what does he do? On repeat. No. Yeah, I thought that was funny. To the point where one time I went to the phone. Whoever this is, I'm going to call the police. Did you really? Yeah, I'm so pissed off because he kept doing it. <laughs> like forever. It was like a good month period of him ringing me in a private number and playing an Irish um, and like a fucking soundboard over why? the phone. Because he's a dickhead. <laughs> a fucking arsehole. Oh my God. Um, but guys, oh. thank you so much for your stories. We love them. They were great. They're really good. Really, really good. Spooky Halloween stories. Spooky Halloween. And we hope... You all have a nice Halloween and eat lots of sweets, eat loads oh, of jellies. No. What's that? This is me, Arnold Schwarzenegger. No, they didn't play that one. <laughs> they were just doing the ones from movies. My best friend is dead. <clears throat> Everyone is trying to kill us. Who is your dad? Oh, 
Oh God, I love it. Yeah, but that was the crack they had with me. I think that uh, my wife is a fucking asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up, you drunk fuck. <laughs> oh man, remember soundboards? Soundboards, they were a thing for a long time. It's the longest time. That was like a very, very specific time. Um, have you any more news? Anything else? No, thank you very much and everybody have thank a happy you. Halloween. Have a great Halloween. We'll be Loads back of jelly. to normal next week. I have written a story. She's written a story. Okay, thanks Bye. guys. Bye. Have a good night. Bye. Happy Halloween. Ah, Jace, it's Graham. I'm after checking the pod bean. We're after getting a bad review. He's after giving us three stars. Said we don't do enough research. Call up Emma there. We're cancelling the podcast. Oh, Jesus. It's after midnight. And Jack is screaming in the living room. You get a message from Sarah Jane and you don't know what to do. Is this a dream? You click the link and shadow when you see it. You start to scream. This total stranger's not impressed with you. And he left a review. This show is filler. How first choice. You better do some research and not talk about your life. This show is filler. Tonight. Ooh, listen up, Sarah Jane, it's me, your bad review, I'm a-coming to get ya! Listen up, you feminists, your podcast shit, I've made a list on things of which you must improve, and only then will I approve. Your private lives are dull as hell, for much too long on them you dwell, this time as will, I can't condone for more than half an episode. Just do some research, both of you, the story must be learned by two for you to listen. Of two potentials, you must show me your credentials. And though I give to you three stars, this podcast not a winner. I have first mess, I must confess, this show is mostly filler. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.